Hey there, you're listening to episode 3 of Let's Talk About It with Khadija Iman. In this episode, I talk to actress Tracy Carr. We talk about how mental health is shown through character structure and storytelling. We also share our thoughts on the strong black woman trope. So without further ado, I present to you episode 3 of Let's Talk About It with Khadija Iman. Enjoy! you again for coming today. Thank you for having um, me. I like to start each interview with you introducing yourself and just giving a little bit of your background and kind of talk about how you got started in the entertainment industry. Hi, my name is Tracy Carr. I'm originally from New Orleans and I started acting when I was really young and it's always been a great way to expel emotions and like just create art and I'm always having these ideas and I just wanted to put it towards stories and I feel this is such a great way of conveying just human emotions, human stories. There's so many stories that are not getting told and I would love to use myself as like a vessel for everyone to see. Mm -hmm. Like this person's story, this person's story, this creativity, this art. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's so fascinating to me. And just to delve into the mind of someone else is also great. It's like, a, it's like a science to me, so as an actor, it's like a art form and a science that drove me here to L.A. <laughs> to try and pursue yeah. a career. Awesome. So what are the struggles that you face, you know, to get kind of at this point where you are today? And, like, where do you feel like you're at in terms of your goals of being an actress and, like, just being out here for, you know, seven years, like you were saying? Like, how did you get to this point, and, like, what are some of the struggles that you had? Oh, well, definitely some of the struggles was, like, when you first move out here, like, you got to get past the idea that you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I had, I had a struggle struggle with that because of certain issues where I, like, I didn't think I was good enough. And I would always go to auditions and I would do my best, but in the back of my mind, it's like, am I right for this? Luckily, I feel I've moved past that. And unfortunately, I also had, like, a bad influences when I first came out here. Mm-hmm. So... You just got to know that you really want this. Like, know that like this is what you're placed here to do. And if you have, like, a bad influence, like, around you, you definitely need to get that away mm-hmm. from you. Because I was in a four-year abusive relationship. Oh, no. And it's one of those things where you become dependent because you want to be out here and you're living with this person and it helps you actually live and survive in such an expensive city. At the same time, like, as you get older, you build this confidence. Like, <laughs> I don't need this. Mm-hmm. I got this on my own. I have a yeah. dream. I have a goal <laughs> in life. Come on, Tracy, you got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. So I think after I got past that, I started submitting myself more to different agencies, submitting myself to, like, student projects, and just do, like, just anything that came my way. Certain things I didn't trust me. There was some crazy stuff out there. But you just got to keep going for it. And that's what I did for a few years. I just finished uh, a SAG short. Um, I'm so close to being a union, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited about yeah. that. And I'm just going to po- focus on the po- positives right. and say, like, hey, you're almost there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you say, like, positive self-talk is something that you do to kind of get yourself out of, like, any type of, like, depressive state or, like, anxious state? Would you, like, say? Oh, you know? yeah. I yeah. I 
tend to try and say like you got this like you have it like don't you know what you're doing you've done the work like stop mm-hmm. this like i also <laughs> have a tattoo that says stop whining so oh really <laughs> so anytime like That's awesome. i feel i'm like that is bubbling <laughs> up too i kind of just look at my wrist and say yeah stop whining yeah. over there you, you, you can't yeah. do this <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what you're doing yeah. just let it flow that's awesome. I yeah, I should probably get a stop whining. <laughs> or, or I would say stop complaining because yeah. I do a lot of complaining <laughs> about stuff about life. Definitely uh, also getting into working out. Right. Like, I started working out, and anytime like I started to stay where anytime I get angry or frustrated, I tend to do like some squats or burpees. Oh. Just, okay. Or just like punch the air. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I go like oh we're a punching bag. Okay, punch the air. <laughs> You're fine. Get that energy out. Now we're back in it. <laughs> yeah. Working out. That Every person I've interviewed so far has said working out has helped them with, like, their mental struggles. So you hear that, people? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like mental health is overlooked in the industry, like entertainment industry? I feel it is, and but it's slowly coming out of that, and people are acknowledging that mental health is something that's very important. Mm-hmm. Because people's actions are based on their mental health like if someone's behavior is definitely changing in front of you ask them what's going on mm-hmm. like something obviously is going on that yeah. they don't want to talk to you about and they're just like lashing out in different ways mm-hmm. and i feel the industry is starting to delve more into that because everyone's going through it everyone goes through a period in time where they don't know how to handle a situation mm-hmm. and it affects them mentally certain things that bothers me and I have to be honest is Sometimes the way mental health is, like, shown, mm-hmm. I feel it can be shown in a way that's more progressive and, like, gracious sometimes. Cause I mean, in, like, television and film? Yeah, television that. and film. Yeah. Like, I don't, want, I don't want the mentally ill person to always be, like, the crazy person yeah. or the person that's, like, just vicious or just voluntarily messing up their life. Mm-hmm. Like, show that people with mental illness are trying to get better they are taking the steps to to get better Mm -hmm. and it's never just oh they're they have a mental illness so Mm -hmm. they're just very destructive like there's two sides of the coin so show both sides to it show that someone can have a mental illness and sometimes it can just be rough and you break down Mm -hmm. you just can't handle it you break down but also show that at least 80 percent of the time they're like going to see their therapist or going to work out or going something like meditation or mm-hmm. do something that's like I want to get past this mm-hmm. so I really wish that they had a better balance of that yeah that's interesting because I agree and I write stuff about mental illness and stuff like that like that's one of the main things I focus on in my stories and I'm definitely trying to take the proper care and showing therapy sessions and showing like how a person can, you know, get better and kind of more of the internal uh, battle. So yeah, I would agree. And so I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, totally make it happen. Cause you, you got, it, people are complex. Like people aren't just black and white. And, right. I, and I, and I want to see like characters that have like a million layers. Cause that's just who people are. Right, yeah. Like you're never going to wake up the same day thinking, Oh, I'm going to do the same thing every day, every single day. Nothing's going to happen to me. Like, yeah. No, that's not how life works. So you have like all these things that are building up, like from past experiences to like future goals so you i just wish that when it comes to mental illness they show that same amount of layers mm-hmm. so that's fine i know we touched on this a little bit earlier but 
is there anything else you think that we all could be doing to better our mental health and like take care of ourselves uh, more properly other than like going to the gym and meditating and stuff like that is there anything else you can think of i would say place that energy into something that's fulfilling like place that energy into like an art um whether it's screenwriting or acting or something that's political mm -hmm. something that's proactive like if if you're you have like an illness and you see something that upsets you focus energy on making it better because mm -hmm. i know the way of the world and i don't want to get like too political but i know the way of the world right now is very upsetting for a lot of people and i tell my friends all the time if you're upset do what you do for a living like i have friends that were all influencers and work on social media mm -hmm. show some influence where it's like educate people yeah like hey this bill i don't agree with is passing and if someone's like why communicate to them why Mm -hmm. communicate like see this side see how this hurts people or like even if it's something that you're for show that it's progressive for people mm -hmm. so i would just say like put that into something that makes you feel fulfilled that you're making the world a better place yeah i love that love that shifting gears a little bit do you think that being a person of color makes it harder for you to talk about your mental health or do you like do you feel like there are less opportunities for people of color who have these mental health struggles and trying to get help or like what are your thoughts on that uh as <laughs> uh, as a black woman uh, <laughs> i must say uh the trope that black women are strong mm -hmm. that needs to go that, that needs to go like like I, we are strong we are strong women but at the same time we are still people like mm -hmm. We need to acknowledge that, like, the struggles of a black woman is still struggles. Yeah. Like, it's not like we have this suit of armor where we can take even mm -hmm. more than anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you, if you do something wrong, <laughs> it's going to affect us and hurt us, too, just as much as it hurts anyone else in any other culture. Yeah, So the right. fact that, like, it's, oh, black women are so strong and blah, 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 and they've been through so much. I wish I could be as strong as them. It's like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want mm -hmm. you to tell me how strong I am and uh, all the struggles <laughs> I've had made me so strong. Yeah. Like, I honestly wish I would just have a normal existence. Like, I just have a happy life. Like, I want to talk about how I have fears. Like, I have fears that I will fail, like, like any other person in L.A. Mm -hmm. You know, being in the entertainment industry and, you know, being an actress, have you seen any type of racism or attack on a person of color happen in front of you? And have you done something about it or have you like how did you feel when you saw that if you have experienced that or experienced it yourself i've i've only experienced it in like a way that's like people don't realize what they're saying oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. like i haven't experienced like anything like full-blown like racism since i left home uh in high school in the south i dealt with people that were like racist and mm -hmm. they would just blatantly call you the n-word mm -hmm. um I was called that in, in like the high school, in my high school, just walking down the hallway. Oh man! But out here, I've experienced people. I don't think they're intentionally trying to be racist. They just don't understand the words mm -hmm. that they're saying, how it hurts and affects people. Yeah. Like I've had to correct some friends. <laughs> it just reminded me of a situation where I had a friend because like we have our own little friend group because we're a bunch of nerds, <laughs> and um, a lot of the uh, things we talk about, we have our like our own little group. And, like, our inner friends know about it because it's nerd culture. We have to say it's very, like, white dominant. Um, so we have our own little subsection. And one of our friends was just like, oh, you should add this person to your group. 
and I'm like, who is this? And mm-hmm. then he's like, oh, well, she's black, and she has connections, so you guys can be friends. And I was like, ah, that's how it works, huh? She's just black. Yeah. <laughs> she could <laughs> be friends with us. It's like, can I meet this person first? Or yeah. mm-hmm. can I know her vibe? Mm-hmm. But he's like, oh, no, I just realized what I said. And I'm like, yeah, you're basically just saying, lump all the black people together. Right. Like, they'll work it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. Like, what do you think? you know, us as people of color can be doing to better educate other people who might not know what they're saying or who know and just really don't want to allow themselves to understand, like, why it affects us so much. I, I know people of color that are, like, actively trying to communicate with people when they say certain things. And, like, I'm at, I think the best form is just, like, communication and just educating them on our experience because mm-hmm. we don't walk the same light. Like, we right, don't. Exactly. We just don't. It's, it's fact. But... After a certain point, I have to admit, at this point, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of explaining to people, like, why this hurts me, mm-hmm. why this hurts a whole community of people. If we have, like, 100 black women telling you why this is wrong, we shouldn't get to that point. Mm-hmm. It should be to the point of, like, one person saying, hey, this hurts me. Yeah. We don't need to have, like, a barrage of us just saying, like, oh, well, this is why, this is why, this is why, this is why. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to get to that point. However... If we do get to that point, at this point, I just cut this person off. Because if you're going to continuously, like, downgrade me and not have any control over what you say or even have the slightest inkling of saying, thinking, for a second, this might hurt somebody I know, Mm -hmm. like another human being. We don't even have to be friends. Just know the fact that I'm another human being. Then at this point, I have no use for you. Mm -hmm. You don't bring me joy. You don't spark joy. So I know we touched on this a little bit, but, you know, what what motivates you to keep going no matter what? There are moments where I'm thinking, like, oh, this will never happen. And then, like, something like the universe would just send me a sign and say, oh, no, here's that awesome audition mm-hmm. you need. I don't want to give up because, like, there's so much to be told. And there's so many avenues, so many opportunities with, mm-hmm. like, streaming and different sites. And yeah. So many avenues now. And even just, like, on the Internet where you can just let your truth be told and... You can come at it with so many different angles. Mm-hmm. You can come at it with, like, a person starting from the bottom, a person starting at the top, and they meet, and that's a story right there. Mm-hmm. Like, because their intertwinings are totally different. Yeah. And you have a contrast, and I can tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, I just, I can't give up. Plus, right. being an actor is just so much fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Like, it's all just, it's playtime. Mm-hmm. I think we touched on this a little bit, but what do you think is, like, the biggest misconception about mental health in the entertainment industry? There's been a couple of shows, but mental health and sexuality. Mm-hmm. I noticed that has been, like, something that's been talked about. How certain characters in certain shows end up, like, if they're bisexual or um, turn out to be gay, at a certain point, like, they have, like, a mental breakdown or mental illness. Mm. And there's been, like, a few shows where the character that was bisexual or trans, like, they ended up being, like, the killer of the show. And it's like, they're not, they're just normal people. Like, trans mm. people are normal people. Like, mm-hmm. stop showing them it's, like, killers or, like, I don't know. It's just, like, these shows that need to show that, like, just people, just normal people. Yeah, have normal mental, people, right. Okay, normal yeah, people yeah, have yeah. mental illness. They don't, they, it's not just trans people or people yeah, that are yeah. bisexual oh, or yeah, confused yeah, okay. about their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, just 
everyone's just normal. <laughs> like, this is a normal thing, and it should be talked about and, like, normalized. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. my friend just started going to see a therapist, and she was actually super scared to tell us. And I was like, girl, that's such a good thing. I'm so inspired by you. I need to go see a therapist right, right now. Right. Like, And if I had the money, I would probably go see a therapist, too. Yeah. But... Exactly. That's my thing. It's like, yeah. I will find, I will do, like, what I do is meditation and, like, yoga. Like, that's how I deal with oh, yeah. my mental stuff. So, and that's free. So. I feel that. I feel that. Okay. So, I guess the last question before the fun questions would be, you know, what is a general piece of advice that you would give our, you know, listeners about, if they want to enter the entertainment industry and they are dealing with some of the, like, struggles that we've dealt with? Is there any, like, advice you would give them? Oh, yeah, definitely. I wish someone would have told me this, too. I Stay with it. Like, mm -hmm. understand that you have mental illness. And don't use it as, like, a negative thing. Mm -hmm. Don't think of it as, a, like, a negative thing. No. This, this is a part of you, and it's something that you work with. And whatever illness you have, try your best and get your help. But try your best to just put that towards something that makes you feel better. Like, put it toward, like, get therapy, work out, do all the things that you're supposed to do, but also use that as a way to tell your story. Mm -hmm. Like, see the power in who you are. Like, see the power in the fact that you are, if you are a person of color, if you are trans, or if you are gay, say, you know what, there's not a character or a person like me, mm -hmm. like, out there. Mm -hmm. There's not a person like me. So, I'm going to put that towards the newest hit TV show, the newest hit movie, the newest hit thing, because more people out there are like you and they don't see themselves. Right. So if yeah. you're the first person to come out and say, this is who I am, this is just me, mm -hmm. fucking own it and, like, put it out yeah. there. Yeah. So awesome. I would definitely say that. And I wish someone told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so. calm down, girl. <laughs> just go out there. Thank you again for meeting with me today and I get to end each interview with fun questions so here we go um, if you could live in any movie or TV show what would it be and why oh my god that's such a great question <laughs> uh, kind of wanted to lean toward the happier one I feel like it's to be something with food I'm obsessed with food I mm. love to eat like all day long mm -hmm. Bob's Burgers have you watched that yeah it has food in it yes <laughs> I could go with, like, Bob's Burgers or, like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's such a good question. Uh, uh, Tracy, what are you watching? <laughs> I've been watching so much on TV. Why am I yeah. going blank? Um, for some reason, I'm going to go with uh, E.T. Because they're just running around having a good time. E <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's just cool. what's popping up. I was looking for food. And then all of a sudden, the first thing that popped up was E.T. Or, like, Stranger Things. Okay. Apparently, I just want to hang out with aliens. Yeah. <laughs> If you had a theme song, what would it be? Anything about Beyonce. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce is my truth. <laughs> <laughs> what is something uh, you thought was cool when you were younger, but you don't think is cool now? Ooh. Like, the whole romance between, like, the Joker and Harley Quinn. Uh -huh. When we were younger, we're thinking, like, oh, that's so much love. And then you're older, you're like, oh, no, that's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they so cute together. Like, oh, no, no, no. Awesome. Well, that's that's it. Wow, thank you so much yeah. for having me. Thank oh. you for coming in. Hopefully I wasn't a bore. No, no, no. I was no. like, this girl has some crazy <laughs> answers. Oh, my God. 
No, it was awesome. And I, you know, I hope people listening are inspired by your, your words and can connect to you because I, I know I definitely did. So there's people out there wanting to listen. So yeah, perfect. Know. Well, thanks for having me guys. Have Bye. a good day. That concludes episode three of Let's Talk About It with Khadija Aman. Did you enjoy the episode? What was your favorite part? Tweet me your thoughts at underscore Khadija Aman and use the hashtag Let's Talk About It so I can see it. You can also follow me on Instagram at Let's Talk About It 20. Hope to see you there. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes every Thursday. Bye.